You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I am super excited because I have an awesome guest on the line this week speaking to us about two of my favorite things in the world, mindset and money. And those two things, very, very closely related. So a little bit about this person. Essentially, she helps women with their personal finances and also their business finances. She, what she teaches is an anti-budget method. So she creates value-based spending a plan as opposed to a budget, which means she tends to attract people who don't like budgeting, which is probably why I'm attracted to her. I'm, I prefer to, to um, I like to spend money, you know, um, but I also like to have money. So I think that's a, a good balance there. She teaches people strategies on how to expand and increase their income, uh, how to set financial goals and put together unique wealth plans. She helps with a lot of identity and mindset work, and she's very gifted at interpreting and understanding what holds people back financially. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Elizabeth Bucco. Elizabeth, how are you? Hi, Jono. I'm very well. Thank you. Thanks for having me on this podcast. No, thank you. I know it's super late all the way over there in the, the UK. So thank you for, for giving up your time for us. Uh, Elizabeth, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Yes. Um, I would say mine's from the Bible and it's, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and I use that every time I feel um, I feel overwhelmed or challenged in a new way. And, and I say that to myself quite yes. often. Can you say that again? It, it cut out a little bit. Can you say it a bit slower and clearer? Because I'm not much of a Bible guy, you know, so I haven't heard that one, but I'd love to, to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes. So that's it. So it reminds me that I can always do it. I can always get things done yes love it I'm, there's always a way to get things done right you got someone looking yeah. out for you there's always a way mm-hmm. there's always a way love mm-hmm. it okay so elizabeth i've obviously been following you for for a while now but for anyone that hasn't been following you can you let us know in a minute or two what is it you do in a nutshell um well in a nutshell I help individuals change the way they think about money so they can start building wealth. Love that. (laughs) So if you're watching this on the Facebook group, just add her as a friend now because simplified version, you want to make more money, add Elizabeth as a friend, listen to what she says. So, okay, let's, let's get into it. Where do we start Elizabeth? Let me, let me maybe paint a bit of a picture. Let's say someone's watching this and they want to make more money, but they just, they just can't seem to do it. You know, they try this and it doesn't work. They try that and it doesn't work. And they're not a dumb person. You know, they're probably a smart person, but for whatever reason, they're just struggling to make money. So they're thinking, okay, maybe this is a, a mindset sort of thing. Where do we start there? Um, the, I believe that if you really desire to, whatever you desire, you create. Mm. And if you had a deep desire to make more money, you would be making more money. Um, and that's not insulting. I'm not trying to say that um, because you're not making money that you don't desire. You probably feel like you do, but there's most likely something you desire more. 
And it's not necessarily a bad thing to desire something more, um, but it's pro there probably is. And for some people that could be, they desire um, time, maybe they want to protect their time more, they desire to protect their reputation, um, their feelings or, or something else. So what you really desire is what you create. And if you, if you truly think that you desire to increase your income and it's just not happening, then I would say just retract back and see if that's really your deepest desire because it, you might find that it's not. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because you know it's, we may have other desires that are just as good as increasing income, but if it's not, then you wouldn't be creating it. Yes, love that. I'm I'm a huge fan of the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Have you read that one at all, Elizabeth? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Chapter one is desire. So yeah. hey, if you want yeah. to be successful, just build up a burning desire. And really, we're talking about money at this stage, but that could be anything. You want to be the best athlete in the world. Hey, build up that that burning desire. Hey, you want to be the best um, father in the world, mother in the world, you know? Hey, build up that that desire, whatever it is, build up that red hot, red hot desire and things will work. And that hits home for me, right? When I first started getting into the, the making money side of things, I, I wasn't successful. And I watched this YouTube video, this uh, American um, speaker, and he's like, yeah, everyone says they want to be successful, but they don't want to be successful as much as they want to party. They don't want to be successful as much as they want to sleep. You know, they don't want to be mm -hmm. successful as much as they want to hang out with their friends. And I was like, shit, that's me, you know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and not saying they're bad things. And especially if it's no, a family it's thing, you know, if you're yeah. a single dad, a single mom, not even you're, you're, you want to be, maybe your kids is your priority over your money. That's cool. But be honest with yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not, maybe it's, you prefer your sleep. Hey, I want to be successful but I'm not waking up at 5am every morning. Okay, we'll make a choice. What's more important, your sleep or money, right? Um, so I, I love that side of things there. Any strategies there, Elizabeth? If anyone's like, oh, you know what? Shit, that's me as well, you know? I do want to sleep more than I want to be successful. I do want to hang out with my friends more than I want to uh, make money. But I, is there any way I can sort of um, adjust that? You know, can I change my beliefs a bit? So I do, uh, you know, want to make money more than sleep or, or whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. And I'll give you a bit more like practical strategies because of course everyone's heard say affirmations and do all these things. And, and, and we do that. We say the affirmations, we write it down 10 times a day and nothing changes really. Um, so I'll give you some practical steps. First, find out, like do some maths, like find out the most you've ever earned. So, you know, in your, in your business, what's, the greatest amount of money you've ever been able to earn for yourself, right? And you'll find that there probably is a trend that you get to this level and then it trickles down. And, and for a lot of people, they, we go through that famine and feast um, cycle, but there's always a max, right? And, and if you find out what that number is, you then you know what, it, what your, uh, like one of my mentors calls it your financial set point. Mm. right so it's like the set point which once you get there if you go higher you will most likely sabotage yourself and come back down to what is more comfortable for you so find that number out because it's important to know 
then next thing, um, I love maths. So we're going to do some more maths. Um, very simple maths, of course. Calculate how much you need to earn. And when I say how much you need to earn, I mean, you definitely need to be earning. So you need to pay your bills. You know, you need to pay your electricity. You need to pay your rent or your mortgage. You need to buy food. You need to have maybe gas in your car if you're driving long distances for work. Maybe not right now, but um, so whatever is your need, like calculate how much that is. How much do you need to be earning? And here's something that I want you to know. Every one of us has the ability to make the amount of money that we need. So that basic, maybe, you know, your rent, your food, like the bare minimum that we have to make, every one of us has the ability to make that money. And they, and, you know, if I, I haven't met anyone who's, who's not able to, to, to meet their bare minimum, but find out how much you need for your bare minimum and see, and then, you know, you have to make sure that you're creating that consistently, because if you are not creating how much you need on your bare minimum, then moving to the next step of what you desire is going to be much more, much more complicated for you. Um, so then, yeah, so you now you know what you need and you know you're already earning it. You know, you have this set point, maybe for someone, maybe 5,000 a month or 10,000 a month, they trickle, maybe they make two, they make three, they make four, they get to 10 and it's, you know, they can never get past 10. And they desire to make 50,000, right? They desire to make 50,000 pounds or $50,000 or something a month. And there is, the reason why they're not making that money is because they don't desire it enough. And it's, it's, it's not insulting. It's just like trying to, if you just be, if you're being objective with yourself and you're looking at your situation and you're seeing, I want to make 50,000, but I'm constantly stuck at 10. Then there is something that isn't allowing you to receive that money. And when we want to, when we look into that, what is holding you back? And usually sometimes it's something holding you back or it's something that you're holding on to. And for, I'll give you an example for me, um, some things that held me back were laziness. I knew that I wanted making money to be easy and it is, but I took it too far to the edge of laziness. And therefore I wasn't making all the calls I needed to be making to generate the amount of sales I should have been making to push my business to where it needed to be. Um, another thing that held me back was wondering what people would think if, and then also wondering how I would feel. I'm wondering in my mind how I would feel if they didn't like my offer. And then I'm wondering what people will think if they heard my offer. And those two things kind of messed with my money as well well initially and so yeah so find out what it is that is that you're holding on to what stories are you holding on to what feelings are you holding on to that won't allow you to let that desire come to the surface so that you can actually transform your life and actually start being the person that you need to be to earn the money that you need to earn and this work takes thinking and for people not everyone 
as human beings, we don't always like to take that time away in solitude to actually think. We want someone to tell us the answer, tell us what it is we're doing, tell us why we're doing what we're doing. And we're always looking for these external answers, whereas the answer is already in us. There's something that we're holding on to that won't allow us to let that desire out to the, you know, to let that desire bubble up to the surface so that we can be finally, you know, be motivated and passionate enough to push and become the person that we need to be so that we can start earning the money that we need to earn. And so once you find out what that is, for me, I told you it was laziness, a little bit of fear. And for a lot of people, it's fair that, you know, maybe not everyone deals with laziness, but for a lot of people, we deal with fear. Like I dealt with the fear of thinking, what will people think and stuff like that. And, and that's what a lot of people feel like. They're the fear of, you know, and so many of us, we've dealt with rejection, right? So it's fear of rejection, fear of what other people will think, fear of what, um, of losing something, maybe fear of losing people, people's love, people's, you know, affection towards us, um, fear of, of failure, fear of success, fear of if things get too great, how will I handle it, fear of if things don't work out, how will I feel about myself, and all those different things, you know, they hold us back, well, for you, you know, that's, I'm sharing from my experience, but for everyone, you know, you have exactly what, you know exactly what it is that's holding you back, and the reason why, and then here's the thing is, okay, when you decide that you've realized that, let's say it's the fear, fear of rejection, you decide that the sorry, fear sorry, of rejection- Sorry, just, just, just for the Australians, you're talking about fear, right? Fear, <laughs> fear, yes. <laughs> you say it a bit different in the UK. I think I was like, what's a fee? Then I'm like, oh, fear, okay. Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, been afraid. So let's say you've identified what it is, whether it's laziness, it's um, um, procrastination, overwhelm, it's um, busyness, um, it's fear. Maybe when you when you identify what that is, then you have to change it. Now, here's the tricky part about changing it. Because when you decide to change, your, 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 your mind already knows this pattern of behavior that I'm about to do this, I'm going to get scared, and I'm, go I'm going to come back down to 10,000 a month. So you stay at that set point because it's, it's completely programmed into your mind and your mind follows that pattern, A, B, C, D. Um, I'm going to do this. I try, I get to 10K, I stop. I'm going to do this. I try, I'm going to I get to 10K, I stop. And that pattern keeps going around in a loop. 
and your brain, brain is perfectly, your mind is perfectly fine running that pattern. Then you decide, okay, I'm going to change. I realize now how much, you know, the greatest amount I've ever earned is 10K. I know how much I need. I need, maybe you need 5K, maybe you need 20K, right? Okay, so maybe it's even more. Um, and then you answer the third question and you know what you're holding on to that you won't let go of that won't allow this desire to come to the surface so you can actually be the person you need to be to transform your life. And um, you realize that maybe it's the fear of rejection. And now you decide, okay, I'm going to change it. I'm going to let go of the fear of rejection so I can be the person I need to be. <clears throat> now, so because your mind loves patterns and it's used to that pattern, when you decide to change it, your brain goes into this state of hyper-awareness in which you, know, you may interpret that as fear. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. We are changing something. I'm looking and your mind is looking for the pattern. What does this look like? She's trying to get 50K, but what does it look like? How is it going to be when we get there? And it's trying to predict the future, but you can't predict the future when you haven't lived there. You can only predict the past. And that's what the mind does. It predicts the past and tells you to do things based on the past. When you want to do things based on the future, which is where you want to get to, not based on the past, which is where you're stuck at, you have to break that pattern. And when you try and break it, it goes into this state, looking out for danger, like something crazy is happening. And when it goes into that state, it feels very fearful. And when you feel fearful, it brings a lot of uncertainty and um, uncertainty and fear. And when we feel uncertain, we lack control. And when we feel like we are not in control, it brings a lot of anxiety and we start to fret and we start to try thinking it with our conscious mind, like, wait, something's going on. I'm very uncertain. I'm not in control. You feel like you're floating in, in midair. You're, there's no solid ground below you. And it's very confusing state. So you start looking for something to hold on to. You start looking for, a, in your mind, a belief to hold on to that can help you feel more certain, help you have more control of what is actually going on here. Once you do that, you rationalize what you're doing and what you're, what you're experiencing, what this fear is. And once you start getting control of that fear, you slowly come back to being in control of your desire. And therefore, the reject, fear of rejection takes over again, and then you push it aside because you don't want to have that hyper-awareness, hyper-aware state. You don't want to have that uh, anxious state. So you bring yourself back to a place that you can feel control again, and that's back into your comfort zone. And therefore, you made 10K again. And so you call it, it's like a cycle that keeps going on. And that's why a lot of people remain stuck. Getting out of it, you have to let go of the need to control things. When you're making something that you've never made before, it's not, you're not going to be able to control many things. Things will go wrong, let it go wrong. People will judge you, let them judge you. 
you have to be in a place where you understand that you have so much value to give. And when you decide to stand out and be, you will become outstanding. And by standing out, you will be pointed at and people will judge you. But as many people will judge you and will be as many people will like you, right? So there is the, you know, yin and the yang of that as well. And then, and that's if it's rejection that you're dealing with. And if it's, you know, procrastination and then there are other things that are rooted into that and confusion, you know, then you need to make a decision. Like confusion is always kind of rooted into the lack of proper decision-making. And therefore you have so many options um, open in your mind that you're not able to think clearly. So you're confused. But if you make a decision and start clearing out the variables in your mind one by one, then you're able to move, move forward. And, um, and of course, you know, this can go on and on depending on what exactly is hold, you're holding on to. If it's, you know, overwhelm or um, if it's overwhelmed, then you're asking yourself the wrong questions. You're asking yourself, you know, a, a bunch of, you know, questions that are not helping you, you know, move forward in your answers, like, uh, like you know, closed loop questions, which, you know, just close off, um, close off options um, and, and it go, and goes on like that. So what you would do is, you know, realize that this is already going to happen and that you do not want to be in control of everything in your, in your, in your mind and in your reality. And you're able to let go of that need for control so that you can be free to accept, to receive this new level of increase that you're moving into. And as you're able to receive, you're going to be able to, you need to be able to receive everything because the, fifth, the new income that you want to earn is based on, is a result of the receiving that you are receiving. And when you're receiving, you're going to be receiving judgment, but you'll also be receiving praise. You may receive criticism, but you'll also receive testimonials. You'll receive a bunch of people that are amazed by the great work that you're doing, and you'll receive people who are skeptics. And, um, and another level of, of being able to even receive more is giving. And I find that those two, those two, especially when you're breaking through, are huge. As much as you want to receive, you should be able to give out as well. And that's not just only in, in money, for example. So some people may say, oh, I have no money. But you have so much value. You have so much um, knowledge. You have so much um, help. Like, you know, you're here every week giving free um, interviews and content and strategies to your, to your community. You are answering questions. You are giving tips. You are helping people. Yes, you have a program that is paid for, but you're also given so much more as well, you know, that you don't necessarily expect, you know, someone to say, oh, he gave me this tip. I'm going to give you $100 just because you, you, you answered my Facebook question. You're not, you're, not, you're not expecting anything in return for that. And as you give more and more without, you know, out of the abundance that you have, out of the overflow that you have, then you're opening yourself up to receive so much more. However, it might not be instantaneous. The fact that you're going to receive so much more is inevitable, but it might not be instantaneous. 
And um, one other last point I would say about the giving is it should be from, like I said, your overflow. So you have so much joy and you're giving people from the excess, you know? So that means like for you as a content creator, you know, you're teaching people, you're helping people, but you have to make sure that you're constantly loading up your own um, vessel, right? You're constantly educating yourself. You're constantly investing in yourself. You're constantly taking care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. You know, in terms of your knowledge, you're taking care of yourself. You're feeding yourself the right knowledge. You're being in the right environment. You're nurturing yourself in the right way. And, you know, also health-wise, you're taking care of your, your body health-wise so that you are constantly able to, to be at the top of your, your physical condition so that if you need to you know, do a live, you're not thinking I'm going to, I'm really tired today. I'm just going to procrastinate because you're, you really are tired because you have no excess. You have, you've given it all already. You're like worn out. So I hope that helps. I know that was a quite a long answer, but no. I'll stop there and, and let you ask me some questions. <laughs> no, that was uh, amazing. I, I usually sort of, you know, stop and give a bit of a summary, but I'm like, no, Elizabeth is on fire. I'm, I'm going to let her go and, and go for it there. Um, I'm, hmm, I'm thinking whether I should summarize. I'm not even going to no, summarize the, the basics of that, but then what I recommend for everyone watching or listening this is go back and watch it again, because in what Elizabeth said there, I can only do it so much justice in a, in a 15 second recap, right? But I'll share sort of a couple of my biggest takeaways there. And then we'll, we'll ask some questions to, to finish off with. What I like about Elizabeth is it starts with the desire, right? So, okay, cool. Do I, do I really want it? All right, cool. Now let me have a look. What's the most money I've, I've ever made? Okay, cool. That's what my financial ceiling is. And, and I relate to that a lot myself in, in many different things. You know, it's like, say my goal is to make um, say $70,000 a month. That's like my, my bare minimum. You know, if I don't make more than that, I will kill myself in the last week of that month. I will do whatever it takes because I'm not a $60,000 per month guy. I'll do whatever it takes to get to, to 70, you know, but then once I get to 70, I'm at 70. If I make some more great, if not, ah, who cares? Cause that's where I'm sort of capping myself, you know, but, um, and, and what I would do from there is look into it. And what or what I should do if I had Elizabeth as a mentor would be like, well, Jono, why are you, you know, what, why is it there? And then make the decision. Do you really want to make a hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a month? You know, do you? Yes or no? Make the if you do, okay, great. Let's have a look at it. Why are you not there? Is it because you don't want to raise your rates? Is it scared that someone's going to buy your course and then you know they're not going to like it and and whatever it may be? All right, cool. Now let's have a look at that and let's adjust that and take you to the the next level there. I think that's if I put it down to a basic level, would that be the the first step anyway for anyone listening to this? Definitely, definitely. Awesome, love it. Well, <laughs> Elizabeth, there's a few questions that I always like to finish off with on these podcasts here. The first one is around mentors. So you're obviously a mentor to plenty of women out there that, that want to make more money. Um, I'm curious about who your mentors have been. And I'm going to ask it in three different ways. A paid mentor, so someone that you've handed over cash to do their program or be your coach or whatever. Uh, an unpaid one, so someone that you follow on social media or listen to their podcasts and you know follow their advice. And then a book that you recommend everyone should read that'll help them uh, make more money. What can you mm. tell us there? Paid, unpaid, and book. <laughs> um, paid. Oh gosh, I've had such quite a few. <laughs> um, I would say 
a paid mentor for me is um, Ross Rufino. Oh, yes. Um, Webinars on demand. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he was a paid mentor for me. Um, I would say a... What's the one? Someone that I follow on socials? Yeah, someone that you follow, but you haven't paid. You haven't bought their stuff, but you follow them and you think they're good. I'll say oh, someone I follow on socials is Cindy, Tr- Cindy Trim. I am, she's, I think she's pretty amazing. And then, um, what was the third one? I'm, I'm sorry. Book. A book. Oh, a book that I were, oh, so many books. Um, you can list a few if you want. I think, yeah, I think I would go back. To one of the first books I read, still really good, Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. I think that was really good and it really helped. Um, I think it'll help any, well, it kind of really teaches a lot about saving and, and, and stuff. And, and, and it, it was, it's really good. Second book I would recommend is The Greatest Salesman. Oh, OG Mandino. By, yeah, yeah. Him, him. I think, I think he had in that book, and they're both very little books. They're not really long. So you don't have to take like, you can read them in half a day. And in The Greatest Salesman at the back, he, towards the end, he lists, he lists like a, like, qualities that you need to follow and those qualities honestly if you follow them or anyone follows them you will definitely make more sales it's it's a great book i love those two books yes two of my favorites as well if if you haven't read them they're both set in like the hundreds or thousands of years ago you know like i don't know when they were written but they were maybe even written thousands of years ago but they're they're you know old books but very short and it's funny, you know, because the the principles are just so, I'm going to say simple, not easy, yes. you know. I'm not going to say they're easy because if they were easy, they're everyone diligent. would do it, right? But diligent work. It's not, yeah. it's not necessarily hard. It's diligent work. It's diligent, you know. Anyone can do it. Whether you do it or not is another story, but any yeah. single person can do it, you know. And you read these things and you're like, you know what? I could do that. You know, it's not that hard. But then it's like, all right, well, have you been doing it? No, shit, I haven't been doing it. That's why I don't have the the money I want, you know? So I love both of those two. And that, that um, the OG Mandino book, there's, um, I think, I didn't read it like this, but I think you're meant to read it like you read a chapter a day, every day for, I think there's 12 <laughs> chapters in there and you're meant to read a yeah. chapter, I think every day for a month. And then at the end of the year, you're the you're the best salesperson in the world. I think I did it for mm-hmm. a month or two and, and gave up, but I did read the, the whole thing anyway and, and love that book. So thanks yeah. for recommending them. Um, Elizabeth, I'm sure there's going to be heaps of people watching this that are like, okay, this woman is cool. I want to follow her. I want to, you know, see more of her. Where's the best place for us to follow you? Should we add you as a friend on Facebook, follow you on Instagram? What do we do? Yeah, you can add me as a friend on Facebook, Elizabeth Bukar. Um, Follow me on Instagram at Wealth From Little. And yeah, that's it. So, and yeah, Instagram at Wealth From Little. Awesome. Or Facebook. <laughs> cool. Well, Elizabeth, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? Um, I think that you should just be open to receive. And when you're open to receive, like sometimes it's it's not always the way we picture it but it'll definitely get you closer to where you want to be 
Yes, love it. Okay, well, uh, Elizabeth, thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Jono. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.